0: In 2017 to 2018, there would be random times where I would either wake up or just during the day and my heart would start to hurt. I'd put my hand to my heart and all I could hear and feel is exactly what you just heard, my heart beating faster and harder. Now, me being a 20, 21 year old guy, I was like, oh, this is really interesting. Maybe I'm going through a heart attack and I'm just living through it. I'm like a Superman or something like that. I didn't think much about it, but it started to keep happening a little bit more consistently and I was actually a little bit scared. So eventually I convinced myself to go to the doctor and I'm talking to the doctor and we're trying to figure out what's wrong with my heart. He does his tests, it costs a lot of money and side note, healthcare is a lot of money. But secondly, we figure out that physically nothing is really wrong with my heart. What was actually going on was I was going through a very stressful time in my life, and a lot of the problems that were going on with my heart were the results of anxiety.
1: I would describe anxiety as a constant feeling of stress and worry that you can't really control. And obviously it's different for everyone. But for me specifically, I have a lot of social anxiety and test anxiety. So I'm usually feeling that sense of stress and worry in social situations or when I'm taking a test or a quiz. And oftentimes for me, when I'm taking a test that I study really hard for, oftentimes what goes through my mind is like, if I fail, then my studying would have been all for nothing. And I don't know why I think that way, but that tends to really stress me out during a test.
0: That was Jasmine, who's a student at the Southern Methodist University. And anxiety itself can come in many different sources. For Jasmine, her sources of anxiety come from taking tests or social anxiety. Whereas for me, 2017 and 2018 was when I was starting to graduate college. So the big decision for me was I had just gotten a job offer to do consulting at one of the big four. Or should I say no to that and go full time into get your grind up? But these aren't the only causes for anxiety either.
2: So I transferred colleges halfway through my sophomore year, which was really hard to do, as you can imagine, to come in mid-year when everyone was already comfortable and had their own friends and their own schedules. And I came from out of state knowing absolutely no one, so Connecticut to Florida to be exact. And all while this transfer was happening, I had also recently moved from my childhood home in New Jersey and I was going through a long-distance relationship that ended soon into us trying to continue it. Um, This meant that I was dealing with loss and lots of goodbyes uh, and a new and unfamiliar environment and a slight identity crisis. And despite me always having a level of anxiety in the background of my life, this was the most anxious I had ever been. And racing thoughts and intrusive thoughts became my new normal. I was having anxious thoughts that I had never even had before, and what was so confusing was that I would be anxious going out anywhere besides my home, but then when I was home, I was even more anxious because I had too much quiet time to think about being alone.
0: And I wanted Jasmine and Kristen to share their perspectives on this to show that you're not alone. If you're a student, you're probably feeling some sort of anxiety in some way, shape, or form throughout your four years. Again, that could be taking an exam, that can be trying to figure out what you want to do for your life, it could literally be anything. And if you come from a similar background like myself, a lot of times anxiety really isn't a thing for a lot of immigrant students. And what I mean by this is a lot of older generations don't necessarily believe in it so that even if you have a close relationship with your parents, it can sort of just be a topic that's never talked about like for me, both of my parents are Vietnamese refugees. And when I was growing up, I was always like, okay, maybe I'm feeling a little anxious about this exam, or maybe I haven't figured out my life. But this is literally nothing compared to what my parents had to go through to give me the life that I live today. So like, why am I complaining? And with a lot of my friends that come from immigrant backgrounds, this is a very similar mindset that we've all talked about. We just thought that that was right. And that ended up being a sort of toxic mentality that we've all had to learn to get over. Now, by no means am I saying blame your parents for your mental health, but what I am saying is you have to be self-aware enough to understand where it kind of can come from. Now, am I saying that you have to come onto a podcast like this where you're Jasmine or Kristen and you're sharing your sort of journeys to thousands of students across the nation? Of course not. This is super brave of both Jasmine and Kristen here. But you should still be able to answer the question to yourself of when is the most anxious you've ever been in your life?
1: I had a lot of anxiety at the beginning of my freshman year of college because you know it was a new scene with new people and I'm also a twin, so it was one of the first times I was without my twin sister in like a big social setting with a bunch of people I didn't know. And at the beginning of the year, they had all these big social events for the freshmen to meet people. And I remember going to one particular event. It was like kind of at the end of new student orientation. And it was outside on my school's lawn. And everyone seemed to be in a group talking to people, having a good time, except for me. And I was really confused because it kind of seemed like everyone already had friends except for me.
0: And look, it can be super tough to just even admit this stuff to yourself. But this is sort of the first step to helping you overcome that anxiety or anxiousness that you may feel. Now, if you're going to want to improve your mental health, you're going to want to fix the root of the causes of it. That's not something that we can really help you with at Declassified because we're not necessarily licensed therapists. We just want to share the voices of students around the world. I would say most campuses around the U.S. have some sort of therapist on campus that you can go to, which is usually free of charge because it's included in your tuition. So you might as well use it because, like I said earlier, health expenses can get really expensive once you're outside of college. But seriously, like go around your campus. There should be an office somewhere. Those therapists are licensed people that get paid and have gotten the traditional education around trying to help you out. That is to fix the root cause of the issue. But if you're looking for a few band-aids that can help you along the way, here are some things that have helped Kristen out.
2: My anxiety mostly comes in the form of thoughts, whether intrusive or racing, and I find myself drowning in the rabbit hole that is my overly creative mind. Most of the time, I'm anxious about things that have never even happened, and I need to remind myself that they are more than likely never going to happen. And if I had the power to control my life based on what I thought, I would be an X-Men character. (laughs) I don't have that power, so my intrusive thoughts don't either. But besides some inward cheerleading myself on and reminders that I am bigger than my thoughts, I do have some tangible ways as well. Normally, I go for a walk to calm down, I listen to music... I've really enjoyed using headspace and ASMR on YouTube to ground me and make me more mindful. And something random that helps me is either cooking or painting my nails because it gives me something to focus on. But usually I let myself feel anxious for a little while, almost like there's an internal stop clock inside me to just let myself feel what I'm feeling, maybe journal it, and then I move on to these tangible things. Because you don't want to just ignore the feelings that you're having or block them out, which is actually usually... Unhealthy.
0: (laughs) Now I actually do a lot of the same things that Kristen does and another thing that I wanted to add to all of this is actually something that Jasmine does herself which is breathing techniques. You can find these a lot on YouTube where you can literally just type in things like anxiety breathing techniques, stress relieving breathing techniques or things like that and another thing that I like to do sometimes is actually yoga. Now for all the guys that are still listening to this episode, like yes, I actually do these things. I do face masks with my girlfriend, all these sort of feminine sort of things, but a lot of times they actually do help when it comes to lowering my anxiety or my stress levels. And I honestly recommend it to not just the guys, but also the girls listening. So I wanna end this off as always with just a few last pieces of advice from both Jasmine and Kristen.
1: So my advice to students with anxiety is to be self-aware and to recognize what situations cause anxiety or panic attacks so you know how to manage your anxiety when that time comes. And if these situations are are avoidable, it's okay to take a step back. For example, if you have social anxiety like me, it's okay to not go to every event, you know? And with that being said, it's also important to not completely isolate yourself because I feel like that could make your anxiety even worse for when you actually need to go to events i know that especially with covid 19 and quarantine a lot of us were kind of stuck in the house and so kind of returning back to jobs or going back to school i know for me i have more anxiety than usual just because i'm not used to being in a lot of social situations anymore so i guess kind of like training yourself to go to these events every now and then is a good idea just so that you're familiar with what it feels like so that you don't have a bunch of anxiety bottled up bottled up inside when the co- time comes where you really need to be
2: in a social setting.
0: And here's Kristen.
2: If you're a student who deals with anxiety, I know it's cliche to say you're not alone, but seriously, no matter what thought you've had, whether it's I'm not good enough or where is my life going to take me, Other people have had that same exact thought. There are so many people in the world, you're definitely not the only person that's ever thought that. Find the exact things that calm you down and bring your head back to earth. Even though creativity allows us to make some really beautiful things in life, it also sometimes sabotages your brain if you're a creative overthinker like me. (laughs) And realize that your thoughts don't have as much power as you let them have because if they did, you'd probably be God My anxiety attacks usually run their course for a little while, but they always end. The next time you're feeling anxious, remember a few things. One, it will pass. Two, emotions change all the time. And three, you're not an X-Men character, so stop thinking your thoughts will determine your future.
0: And lastly, subscribe to the Declassified College podcast. Nah, but seriously, like this whole season for season 14... We're just going to be talking about mental health, and later on this season, we'll actually be bringing on some mental health experts to be answering some of the questions that you probably have. We know that with COVID and quarantine and everything going on, this first semester back on campus is going to be probably a tough one for a lot of you listening to the show. So that's why season 14 is all again about student mental health. And for all of you still listening all the way to the end, I've got a secret surprise just for you. Declassified just opened up a job board, and you can see all the jobs and internships that we've got listed in the show notes below. Right now, we're just focused on the product, computer science, and business world of internships and jobs, but if you've got another subject or industry that you want us to hit, shoot us an email at justin at We've got over 60 positions listed on there right now, and the craziest part about it is that there are some jobs and positions on there that aren't even featured on places like LinkedIn,
2: Indeed, and Monster. And Well, that's about it. I'm out.